Welcome back to the first episode of 2024 of the Footy LG Pod. I am here with the co-host Tony. What's going on, brother? Oh, not too much, you know. Happy New Just Year. Get, yeah, Happy New Year. Just getting trying to get over the whole New Year's Eve hangover. Oh yeah. <laughs> start, not start, start of the year strong, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, hey, listen, 2024 is going to be filled with, uh, I'm sure, some good things and I'm sure some very, very low points for our footy teams, but that's why we do it, you know, because those good, the the highs are just so high that we deal with the lows that are just so low, and it seems when you're a Manchester United fan, they just can get so, so low. Um, Another loss this past week to a resurgent Nottingham Forest side. Uh, the only kind of bright spot for me is it's nice to see Nuno uh, Santos now back as a coach in the EPL after he left Tottenham after what I thought was an unfair tenure. Uh, back in there, they took out Newcastle and then now they took out Man U at home. So, I mean, are are they a team you think that can make a run and just kind of be very safe from relegation this year now? Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, the last two games has proven it. I mean, they played against obviously maybe two underachievers, but still really good teams in Newcastle and then you. So I think sitting at 15th, um, they're nine points ahead. Sorry, uh, five points ahead of the drop. But I think if they keep playing at this pace, and I don't see why they can't be a mid-table team. Yeah, it's uh, it's good It's good to see. And you know, you're right. They beat really two teams that should be higher up, but they're both mid-table right now. Uh, looking at that table, it just kills me. I mean, Chelsea got a win over Luton Town in a a, a little dicey affair there. It kind of yeah, right at the end. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, a little a little dicey there for them to get past Luton. But you look right now, eighth, ninth, tenth, Man U, Newcastle, Chelsea, uh, yeah. just crazy. And then you look up at the top, and you got Villa in second. Mm-hmm. So Nobody saw that coming. It's been a wild year, man. It's it's. Uh, 2023 was definitely one for the ages, and to see how 2024 wraps the season up is going to be extremely interesting. Um, At at the beginning of the year, I said Liverpool's winning, and I'm sticking with that. I I like what I've seen from this team. I I think they have what it takes, and Man City, to me, has taken a bit of a drop-off, which to me is to be expected after all this dominance, but I think maybe they focus more on Champions League, and Liverpool has the... How's the EPL this year? What do you What do you think? What you still the uh, you still riding the Man City train? Um, well, for one reason only, it's because this next month is going to be tough for Liverpool. Uh, two of their better players, uh, Salah and Endo, going to be gone for uh, the Asia Cup and the uh, Africa Cup of Nations. And Man City actually isn't losing anybody to either tournament, so uh, it's going to be unless Salah and uh, Endo make runs with Japan and Egypt, it'll be uh, very interesting to see how Liverpool can do without those two. Salah, really, Salah, Salah and Endo. He's one of the uh, center mids, I believe. He's actually had a really good season. But for some reason, I just started thinking Subasa Endo, and I'm like, what the no. fuck are you talking about? His name is Waturu Endo. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, they, they have enough players in that mid that obviously – Sa- Sa- And Sa- Sa- Salah's Salah, been very good yeah. lately. Don't get me wrong. It's almost impossible to replace him. He has been fourteen goals, eight assists, and twenty games. So. Um, no, yeah, he's he's been phenomenal. But I mean, in the mid, they, they've got they've got the talent there that they that they can fill in there. Like uh, you know, Gravin Birch has been on the bench, McAllister, guys like that. I think they can make make mm-hmm. up for him being gone. But yeah, it's they, they look good. So even with losing a few players, you know, Holland's still nursing that injury. Yeah, 
Um, but De Bruyne is making his way back. So. Yes, De, De Bruyne coming back is scary. I mean, first match of the year uh, in the Prem, which is not this weekend. We'll talk about it more next week, obviously. There's no point in talk, getting too much into it now. But a Newcastle-Man City first game of the year in Newcastle, it's, it's an interesting game. Yeah, I mean, I think I feel like it's obviously Newcastle needs that a lot. I mean, their season now is pretty much dwindling. Um, not much more to play for for them, but I, I mean, a healthy Man City will be tough to beat. So, yeah, and I, you can't you can't count out a team like Man City with the you amount of weapons ever. they have. You can't, even though I mean they have a game in hand on Liverpool. If they win, they're they'll be just two points back. So I mean, it's they're still in it. Um, Liverpool have seen have been in this position before and dropped it. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah, it's not that's that's uh you're you're hundred percent right. I mean, I don't even know if it's a Man City thing, it's a pep thing with this team. Mm-hmm. He's only finished lower than second once. Like it's yeah. the, this guy can't be counted out. But you know, it's 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 exciting. We got an exciting rundown from now until May to see how this kind of the EPL goes out and 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 how that happens. So I'm excited for that. And on the on the flip side, Tony over in the Syria, mm-hmm. um Napoli, first and foremost, let me just say. That Napoli tattoo you got is pretty sweet. If you guys haven't seen it, you guys haven't seen it, go check out Tony's Instagram. I uh, celebrated yeah. Napoli Scudetto. He got he got a little a little reminder there. Um, very nice. What's not sweet was them tying Monza at home. Really tying at home. Lucky Alex Moret stops a penalty in that game. It's um, it's, it's gonna be tough. It's yeah, it's it's crazy. Um. But uh, you know what? It's I don't know. It's you know right now you got teams like uh, you know Juventus and Inter playing fantastic. AC has been stagnant, but it's just you know Napoli's form at home has just been horrible. What is? So, I don't know. How are you that bad at home? Is what I don't understand. And that's I don't understand it because it is one of the toughest places to play. I mean, the fans. It's one of those areas where the fans are very true to this team, and they just can't pull it through. But. Um, you know, a little, they have a lot champ, of work ahead of them. Championship hangover, man. It's yeah. uh, it's it sucks, but it's very, very much real. Uh, it's and, and it's crazy. And you know, guys, like obviously we had the games that happened this past week. We got we we got a lot of stuff coming up, but this is an FA Cup. We you know there's little breaks. We don't have much for you today, but we do have some big transfer rumors that we're gonna get to a bit later on in the show because there's a few rumors and also a few transfer that one big transfer in particular that you know we have to talk about. We'll, we'll mm-hmm. get into that shortly. Uh, Tony, let's hit up some top bins trash bins for a bit. How about that? Okay, so top bins trash bins. I'm gonna start off actually, uh, just because we ended off in Napoli, but um, after that game against Monza, Napoli's president Di Laurentiis actually took the blame uh, for the season and how it's gone on. Uh, top bins trash bins for him uh, taking ownership of the situation. I mean, he's not on the pitch plan. And I'd understand if, like, I guess he hired the new coach, right? Yeah. So I guess they're, okay, you can put some blame there. But you got to, some of the pl- blame has to be put on these players. All right. That's yeah. this, it's virtually, okay, there's changes. Obviously, no Kim Min Jay. There's, there's definitely a lot of changes. But this is generally the same team that was there last year that dominated. Yeah. Dominated. 
Like I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm talking. This was one of the biggest dominations since Juventus in their heyday. were killing people, uh, killing teams mm-hmm. by 20, 30. But like they dominated. So to not put some of the, I understand what he's doing. He's trying to take it off the players and put it on himself. So top ins for that. But the players need to take some of this too because Oshiman, um, has not has been too busy beefing with the social media team. He's been okay, yeah. don't get me wrong, but he's too busy being a social team. Kavara Donna is looking Kavara Shitta this year compared to what he was looking like last year. Uh, the, the, the players need to take some of this blame because they're just not performing up to standards, and we know what standards those are because we saw it last year. Yeah, I, I agree with that for sure. I mean, for me, it's top bins because, you know, I think there is a situation where he should have, you know, even though they dominated and they did so well, he should have added – something and I know he went really hard on uh, uh, the Vega player that ended up going to one of the teams in Saudi Arabia but as a champion he should have been as a as reigning champ he should have went in a little bit harder to get some more talent and I know he says he wants to spend in January but it's like it's a little too late now I think uh, even the coaching situation it looked a little bit rushed with Garcia so but I will be honest I did like that he took that he what he said uh, taking the blame because I mean, you look at a situation like in Man U, and the Glaciers are almost not even even talking about the team's effort out there. So well, they're going to sell the team. It's right? nice to see so, that. Yeah. yeah, but even that, up until you don't usually see what was said there. So I'm going to give it a top bins for that one. Mm-hmm. Um, the second thing, uh, rumors going around. Uh, I'm not sure if you have to do the top the, the transfer section, but Barcelona Greenwood to Barcelona. Why not? Top in stressors. Uh, I find it weird. <laughs> listen, this is the thing that I've said that's going to happen that to me, fucks man use so hard is they have to, they have to do the right thing and let go of Greenwood because of what yeah. he is, blah, yada, yada. But then it's okay for every other team to go after him and sign him up. You know what I mean? Um, I, I obviously, regardless of who he is as a person, he has the technical footy ability um to succeed in a big club he showed it at man u when he was only uh 19 20 years old so he has what it takes i mean he's only got three goals in 15 games with katafe so far but obviously gotta take some time getting back in and if you put him on a team that has a bit more talent i'm sure he would thrive and Uh a a team like barcelona and maybe spain is the league for him now you know spain is a little bit more lax than england when it comes to certain discretions i guess i would say um, again, the people were talking about Mason Greenwood before the incident as like the, the biggest English player, yeah. like talent coming up, like along with him, Phil Foden, and them. these guys were the guys that are like, we're going to take England into the next uh, decade. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't surprise me that a team like Barcelona is interested in them. I just think it's, it's very, very weird. The whole situation. Um, I mean, the, the it's, it biggest thing is he's yeah. It's obviously it sucks, but I think the biggest thing is for Barcelona is that it's a cheap option because he's not really in a position to demand for a lot of money. Well, he's you not. Know? But if I'm Man so, U, I'm not selling him for anything cheap, especially if a team like yeah. Barcelona is coming after him. Exactly. Yeah. But even then, can would you? I mean, obviously they would, but it would almost depends how bad the situation is in Man U for him. So. If they just let him go. But, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's a little bit – I think Barcelona doesn't need to get involved with a player like that, with that kind yeah. of history. I think uh, as much as we hate on Barcelona, I think it's a – it is a respectable club. Well, and, they, and they have all of their one players that, available this transfer window. Everyone on yeah. Barcelona is available to be bought because they're fucking broke. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's, a, it's a bigger club. It's a historic club, and I don't think uh, 
they should be dabbling with a player like that. So, yeah, I agree. And the final one, this was actually pretty uh, surprising when I saw it. Um, so Buffon was asked about uh, the state of the game right now, and he had a very interesting uh, take on it. Uh, he says that he wants to see bigger nets. He said these nets were made in 1897 or so, sometime like that. And goaltenders back then were not as athletic and as big as they were now. Because back then you would see 8 out of 10 shots go in, now it's 3 out of 10. Uh, Toppin's trash bins for one of the best goalies in the world uh, asking for bigger nets. Yeah, no shit. He's not a net anymore. He doesn't have to worry about yeah. fucking saving them. <laughs> That's that right. Is... He, he wants to keep all his records. The, <laughs> the, nets are nets fu- keep the nets are fucking huge as they are. Like, I don't, I don't think you could make them any bigger. It's not like we're seeing so many 0-0-1-0 games. We get decent no. amounts of goals in each game. Yeah. You make the nets even bigger, then it's going to be we're going to start seeing 5-4-6-3 games and stuff like that. That's awful. That's a terrible take. Um, trash, trash, trash. I think I think that's a, that's a joke. Yeah, I, I I didn't really. I was surprised when he said it. Um, but then you look at you know. I was just thinking back. Um, you know, obviously like uh, the uh, the penalty shootout between uh, Italy and England in the last Euros, and how big Donnarumma was in that net. Yeah, it is it is pretty stag, but he is like a huge guy, so. And for penalty kicks, so that yeah. makes sense. Like, if yeah. you make it a bigger net, then penalty kicks is going to be going on for 30 fucking kickers. Exactly. So, right? I mean, it's, it, I mean, I get, you know, you probably want to bring a more excitement to it, but um, yeah, I don't, I don't agree either. Yeah, no, it's, that's, it's, uh, it's a bit much for me. Um, I, 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 I can't see a world in which that happens, A, and B, if it no. does, it's an absolute joke. Yeah, exactly. But you know, let's let's move on now to the transfer window. There is so much we could be talking about regarding transfers. I think the first one we'll talk about the deal that happened. It's in place. Uh, it makes me sick to my stomach. To Jean Buchanan, who we love here on this pod, we think he is an excellent talent. Signed with Inter Milan. Yeah, I don't. Is is it a good spot for him? I don't know. I hate it. I mean, obviously, I'm AC all the way, baby. But I think um, for him, it's it's a stick. It's a good situation, bad situation. It's bad because obviously the rumors are into um, their owner being pretty much having his funds frozen in China, so the team is pretty much broke right now. Yeah, which could lead to a lot of sell- players being sold and Tejon playing big minutes at a team like Inter. Um, I've that would be nice. I've been saying it for quite some time that I wish uh, Napoli would go after him. I think he would have been a, a much better fit than the Lindstrom guy that they got because he's the type of player he played, the type of the position he plays. But, um, you know, it's nice to see a Canadian player. Now, you know, he's, to me, he's behind, uh, you know, I think he's, Davies is the only one on a bigger team right now for Canadian players. Whoa, so. whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Uh, Porto's big, but I wouldn't, oh, put, I wouldn't put Porto over. Oh, uh, oh, <laughs> oh, 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 o
because I, I don't really follow much of the. Uh, and when he does, he plays right league. back. So is he playing fullback for Inter, or is he going to move up into the mid? I mean, I can see it. I can see it because Inter does play with those attacking fullbacks. I mean, Demarco and Dumfries are very up, up and down the field. Um, I mean, I think Dumfries is rumored to be leaving, so that could be the possibility to fit right in there, on the uh, right side. So. I mean, it's interesting. I mean, for me personally, just because I have an excuse maybe to buy a, an Inter jersey because oh. I do like the, the jersey. <laughs> so, I mean, depending on what number Buchanan gets. But, I mean, I think it's good for him. I think, you know, he gets the Champions League. He's going to be able to to uh, play and compete with some great players there. So, especially guys like Martinez and Turam. So, I, I like it. Yeah, and he can learn from them too, which is always good. Right, well, does he get playing time? Honestly, I don't know. It's a guy that couldn't get time at Bruges. So if you can't get time at Bruges, how are you going to make your way into Andrew Milan's lineup? Um, I, I, I'm interested to see what happens. He's still very – again, we, the, what, what we say now, I think he's got to be 24, 25. But we, say, we, see these, we see these players – oh, he's 24. Oh, okay. We see these players come up from like 19, 20, and we think, yeah, this is the new young. 24 is young. You hit your prime yeah. 26, 27. Like, he's still young. Yeah. Um. So I, I'm excited to see what he could do there. Uh, what bothers me with what seems to be a trend with these Canadian players that are lightning quick on the wings, Alfonso Davies, Tejan Buchanan, they go to Europe and they get moved to fullbacks. Yeah. Um, I would just like once to let these get these guys a chance up in the mid run as on the wing to see what they could do. I because we've seen what they can do on Canada, even though it's a small sample size and it looks good. I know, but I hate it. But you know what? Davies is much better as a fullback than an attacking player. I think yeah. he's more solid in that position. I well, think that's because that's what he's that's where he's been. You know, you know what I mean? Who's to and say when fantastic. he went to but who's I mean, to I say think... if he went to Bayern and they started him and started training him and getting him ready to go in in that system as a winger, what he'd be right now? Yeah, possibly, but I don't know, man. It's, I mean, it's, it's tough to say. It's just. We'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, but, yeah, let's let's hope all the best for Tijon. We Obviously, regardless of team, we wish him nothing mm-hmm. but the best and success because now we want to see the Canadians get the highlight or spotlight they deserve on the international scale. So congratulations to him. There's a lot more rumors to go through. We obviously can't go through them all today. But a few I wanted to talk about, Tony. Obviously, the first one is probably the most annoying, constant, transfer rumor of the past three windows and that's Kylian Mbappe to Madrid. Does it happen? Yes or no? Mm, no, I don't think it is. I think he had his chance last time. I don't see it happening. But he I can't stay I'm... at PSG though. I know. And I mean, it's, it's fine. I, I think he's probably going to end up in Saudi Arabia. I don't see. No way. Take, I don't see how he's going to take, not turn down that money again. He's I think last old. time he, I think last time he had to do it because of just so much, but I just don't think he's gonna go. I think Real Madrid is better off just waiting for Holland and then in the summer. I don't think it's time. I mean, it, to you, you knew how I you you liked it during what Mbappe was doing, but for me, it was just annoying. I I think it ruined his the I think the respect he had just ruined it for how he went back and forth PSG and Real Madrid. So it's pretty annoying on that one. Yeah, well, I've said it from the beginning, too. He's got to leave PSG. He can't stay there um, if he wants to keep his legacy moving forward. He needs to go to a big team. Does it have to be Real Madrid? No, but it's the biggest team in the world, right? And if he's able to take that team to the Champions League heights and stuff like that, it would do wonders. But again, he doesn't have to go there. He can go to a Liverpool. 
He can go to a Barcelona. He can go yeah. to a Chelsea. You know, he could go to any of these teams. And if he can like make these teams as good as they could be, it would do wonders for him. Staying in Paris, other than the fact that he gets to play at home, does nothing for him. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 to me, it's like you got to look at even since Real Madrid. I don't think they really need him. They don't, attacking. but I mean, I no one, okay, but like you can say that with most teams that are doing well right now, they don't need him, but my God, it would help. Yeah, it would, but I mean, I don't know. It's, 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 it's one of those situations you're so tired of talking about it because you just, you know, because you know, all month it's going to like now that Real Madrid put the ultimatum was it January 13th. He yeah. doesn't answer. They're going to stop. The, the I mean, focus on Holland. It's like, yeah, whatever. It's like, it's just annoying, but I mean, I don't want to see him go to Liverpool. Because I hate Liverpool and those fans don't deserve Mbappe there. Um, <laughs> because screw them. But um, yeah, it's it's. I don't know. I'm just tired of it. <laughs> I agree. So I mean, mo- moving on from Killian Mbappe, there's some Man U transfer talk. Uh, they're looking for a striker, someone who could come in and score some goals. Because in the year 2023, club goals are like league goals. They had 53, and Ronaldo had 54. And remember, Ronaldo was the problem in Ten Hag's squad, and they had to get him out. So, yeah, that's the problem, all right. What a fucking jackass he is. But, again, when I see the short list of people they're going after, it makes me want to blow my brains out. Um, The short list is Timo Werner, who, if anyone's (laughs) been listening to this pod for even remotely, uh, back when when Chelsea was the signed team, I said he was going to be the flop city, biggest flop. What a a (laughs) god-awful player. He's great in German leagues on on a below below top top team he could go in and scores goals there he can't do nothing in the prem and now they want to bring him back it's disgusting they just want to take all of chelsea's shit first it's mason mount now they want to take timo werner i don't i don't see why and then i was like okay a new name's been put up i'm excited who is it it's got to be better fucking eric chupo motang from bayern munich is another guy that listed as like someone they want to bring do well buddy the guy's 34 years old I, I know he's old. He's on the. I mean, he's he's on the older side, but I think he would do well. Older side, really but he's yeah. so far over that side. He's ready to retire. He's thirty-four years old, Tony. You know what it reminds <laughs> me of? I can't remember his name, but they brought a striker in uh, a few years back. I think it was Bruno Fernandez's first or second year there. They brought a striker in. It was yeah, this random guy. You, you got. Uh, you got. Uh... Igalo, Adrian Igalo, Odion Igalo. Yeah, where they scored bring... goals, he scored goals for you though. <laughs> but he's fucking awful. You know what I mean? Like these, it's just like the Chupo I don't understand why. I I understand bringing him in if you can are seriously in contention and you need a strong striker off the bench. We need someone who can score goals day in and day out because right now it's not looking like it's Hoyland. Uh, he needs to develop a bit more, and we have no one else on this team that scores goals. So. And by the way, he had zero goals with Manchester United, uh, Igalo. So let's not. Uh... No, he did. He scored. But I'm looking at his stats right here. Know. Fucking 12 games, zero goals. Oh, I swear I saw him score. No, I think he's been involved. I think he had an assist or something like that. But there's um, uh, zero goals when he was in his stretch 2020 to 2021. Oh, he must have done something good. He had a big move out to Arabia or some shit like that after it. So. Well, that's just, I think they just looked at a guy playing in a man U kit and was like, let's throw a lot of money at him. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's um, it's 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 crazy to me that they're going at these guys. There's so many other players that they could be looking at. Uh, one of my favorite players right now that I think is due a big money move um that i don't know how players aren't like teams like a man U, 
like what you see when Chelsea buy all these players, how this guy's gone away so long without people picking him is Pedro Neto from Wolves. Yeah. Um, the guy is having an unbelievable season coming back from his injuries. He's only 23 years old. He's been playing with Wolves now since 2019. So he's only 23, but he's raised over 100 caps with Wolves. And that's with a full season and a half missing. Yeah. When you look at the assists, he's tied for third in assists in the league this year. He's only one behind Salah and Ollie Watkins in first. He's having a phenomenal year. How is teams not lining up to sign this kid? I will never know. How old um, is he? 23. 23. Oh, he's 23. He's he's a young kid. Um, I he did get hurt. I think it was a, two weeks ago. Um, but a team like Arsenal could benefit from him. A team mm-hmm. like Chelsea could. Be, Man, you could greatly benefit from having him on the wing, especially if Jaden Sancho's on the way out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So if Sancho's on the way out, to me, how are you not going after a guy like Pedro Neto uh, to replace him? Portuguese guys do well in Manchester, you know. I don't, but something must be that Manchester air that, that they just they just do well. And look at Man City and Man U. Portuguese players always thrive in those conditions. So yeah. it, it's uh, it would be interesting. I think we have to see him go somewhere. He is a big big name, and uh, I I don't I, again. You see these guys like Caicedo getting bought for hundred million dollars, um, and a guy like Pedro Neto has done way more in the league, and he's only a year older than Caicedo. You know what I mean? Like, you look at what Caicedo did for Brighton. Okay, great. Neto's done way more for Wolves. Like, I, it's, it's just something like, it blows my mind how some of these things get treated the way they do. I'd be breaking the bank for Neto right now if I was smart. If I was any of those teams that I just mentioned, Arsenal, Man U, Chelsea, any of those three teams should be breaking the bank. Even a Newcastle. Yeah, they need it, especially with Tonali being gone for the rest of the year, right? Yeah. Well, they got, they got Ruben Neves. They just have to figure out a way to get him over. Oh well, yeah, but, well, uh, <laughs> who knows if that'll be able to happen? I don't think it ever that will happen. But um, how are you feeling about Jaden Sancho back to Dortmund? It's a good move. Honestly, I've always liked Sancho. Um, he kind of just faltered here. He, he hasn't lived up to his height. I think a move back there would do wonders for him. Maybe get his confidence back. I would like it as a loan. Um, I would like them to just kind of maybe, or or at least a buyback clause. Yeah. So that way, if he goes back to Dortmund and then lights it up again, we don't have to spend a hundred plus million again to bring him back over. A nice buyback clause would be good. Um, but yeah, it's it's uh, I, I like I like what I'm seeing from him. I I I mean, again, he he's not good enough right now for Manu. That's a no brainer. I think but he's I, in, he's he's got that same Ronaldo problem with Ten Hag. Yeah, it could be Ten Hag could be the one stifling yeah, these guys, being blamed for something you know that really isn't his fault. You know. Yep. Yeah. Um, I, sorry. Go ahead. No, I I agree. It's it. This could be Ten Hag's system that's just killing them, right? Yeah, so I think I am. I mean, we can spend another hour on why how he's still even in the position that he is. But yeah. um, uh, another transfer that's really caught my caught me off surprise. Like Hugo Lloris to LAFC. Uh, yeah, you, you know what that means. Move, I think it's a great move to be honest. But well, Hugo Lloris is a fucking giant piece of shit. Everyone knows that's how I feel about him. He is an awful goaltender. He is not good at MLS all. Standard, MLS um, standards, he'll be the best one out there. Please, they have a better goalie on their on their roster right now, and that's <laughs> what I'm stoked for because now with Larice there, that means Crepo should be on his yeah. way out. And if I'm TFC, oh, I'm you fucking go hammering to get Crepo back there, man. Problem is, so so would be Montreal, and so would be everybody else in the league. I agree, he's but he's a great goalie. But um, yeah, I mean Crepo is great, but I think Larice is. 
he's going to sell a lot more jerseys for that team. So, but I like the move. I think it's a, it's a good move. Yeah. It's, it'll be interesting. I mean, speaking of MLS, since we don't talk about it that much anymore, before we get back to the last transfer, I want to talk with you about Tony. Uh, if anyone here wants some TFC versus inter Miami tickets, I have officially put mine up for sale. They're on <laughs> StubHub, but if you want to reach a better deal with no, uh, with no fees, reach out to me directly because you'll find my rates are reasonable. <laughs> Dude, I seen a guy in my section eight rows up from me sold two is both his tickets for six fifteen each. Six fifteen each. That's crazy. So I listed mine for six fifty. <laughs> <laughs> see, see who bites. If not, I can always yeah. lower it closer too. But yeah, anyone needs some good tickets? Reach, reach out to me. I'll, I'll, I'll throw some off, and you know, maybe you buy me a beer at one of the other games, and we make it even, make it even a better deal. So. <laughs> Um, but yeah, one, one last one, Tony, it's a transfer that involves Arsenal and Chelsea. They're kind of circling around this one player. It won't be for this year. Even if they do it, it will be for next year because the player is currently suspended. It's Ivan Tony. Is he still suspended? I thought he's coming back this season. Does he come back? I don't know when he comes back. He's, he was suspended for eight months. Was it eight to 12? I believe 12? so. Yeah. So I'm not sure when he comes back, but uh, yeah, apparently Arsenal and Chelsea are both looking at him. Um, what what are you, what's your take on that? I I think you, I mean, fuck, I, I think you'd be great for uh, great for Chelsea. I mean, obviously they also have a problem with scoring goals. Um, but um, I mean, I don't know if he could fit either team though. You know, I think he's not. You know, after eight months off or a year off, it's not going to be the same guy that was there before. So yeah. it's going to be interesting. Um, I think it's gonna, he's going to get overpaid for sure. I think you're yeah. going to see a Moises, not probably not the same height of Moises Caicedo, but you're going to see a very inflated offer going through to him. So, yeah, it's uh, it, it, I, I, he's honestly before the whole his whole betting issue, which again, stupid as hell. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a phenomenal player for Brentford, uh, and, and I think he would do well. And you know, he's 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 English. So again, if in the prem, if you can grab a guy like that, you do it. I don't know why Man U's not after him. This is a guy that can score. That's someone that could do well, yeah. Yeah, it's... but again, no, they they want uh, Timo Werner or Chopin right? They don't want uh, a nice twenty-seven-year-old <laughs> in his prime Englishman who can absolutely score. They got enough. Uh, they got enough goals. draw. They got enough drama on their team. Well, that's true. Uh, this guy probably wants to be in green. Yeah, that's, so. that, that's true. You know, Man United's got to spend all their money on fucking shit, <laughs> shit, piece of shit like Anthony, um, who's probably one of the biggest flops ever. So it makes sense to bring in Timo Werner. Spend, yeah. Which which it makes sense to bring in Timo Werner so they can have one of the biggest striking flops with the biggest wing flops ever at the same team. So uh, it makes sense. But yeah, but no, it's, it's, it's brutal, man. I don't even know how I'm still a fan of this fucking team. Yeah, it's crazy. Because it's just, it's, I mean, I don't know. I, it's it's even hard for me to watch and I don't really care but watching yeah. that those games like what the hell um so another thing that I was going to ask you last just one more thing um do you think this transfer window will be as Saudi filled as it was the last two the reason I say no uh is because obviously the last one was super super uh Saudi Saudi <laughs> filled um it was it was crazy we almost got off from Saudi <laughs> yeah I would have taken it in a heartbeat um it's it's hard to say because they have their they have their league kind of right now. They're in the middle of the season. I think maybe at the end of the season we would start seeing a bit more. Not to say that there won't be any, 
but I don't think it'll be as much as there is when this when it's in the off season, like in that July transfer window. Yeah. Um, I, I think it will be a little bit more toned down. With that yeah. being said, I wouldn't be surprised if one or two big names makes the move. The one I had originally pegged, Mo, Mo Salah, I don't know if that will be the case now because of how unreal he's been the past month and a see, half for Liverpool. I did see one about him that Ali was looking at him again. Well, why oh, wouldn't they be, right? Yeah, it, it's, they, it, they it, makes Neymar, so. it makes sense. It makes sense. Imagine a Neymar Salah swap. <laughs> It'd be insane. Poor Neymar. <laughs> it, it would. Um, I mean, it, it would. I, I think. I think he'll be the next one to go. Salah. I, I said at the beginning of the year, and it just doesn't make sense. Um, he's such a. He's a proud Muslim, so I don't see why he wouldn't go to Saudi Arabia and play yeah. his trade there. So it's I the mean, same thing like a like what Benzema did, right? Yeah, exactly, um, exactly like Benzema. You know. They're proud of their religion. They're very faithful, and that's a country that they can enjoy. It. I mean, it's it's funny how Salah does a Christmas uh, does a Christmas picture, and people just rip on him because it's like, oh, you're you're Muslim, but he's doing Christmas pictures. Like, dude, just let the guy do what he wants, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think even the way he's playing, he deserves it with the big money. Yeah, and, uh, I, I, I and, and originally he was my pick to go, but the way he's been playing, I, I don't think Liverpool is going to let him go easy. If they um, if, if if Salah goes to goes to Saudi Arabia, then I could see Mbappe going to Liverpool. Yeah, Just because they'll have that money now to make a difference to make that thing. Because right now, I don't see Liverpool outbidding anybody in the Prem or in any of the big teams in the Prem. I don't see them outbidding Real Madrid or or you know. So yeah, I can see it. But again, like I'm saying, I say expect a very subdued transfer window from the Saudi mm-hmm. league. I don't think you should see that many. It'll pick up again, I'm sure, at the end of the year. But yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see where where people go again. Congratulations to Tajan Buchanan. Uh, would love to see a Jonathan David move during this window to hopefully get him in a different scenery right now. Um, Maybe. But yeah, other, other than that, it's uh, it's an exciting month. You know, we'll get back. We'll be here next week to look at the EPL coming back. Uh, we'll discuss some of those games there. So make sure you're following us at FrioG on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you get your podcast from. And also give us a follow on Instagram and TikTok. Again, go follow Tony as well. See his sick-ass new tattoo. <laughs> um, and, and yeah, and then that, guys, will be here next Thursday. We'll be going over all the upcoming games. Any new transfer news that comes out, we'll have it here first. Fuck, maybe we should reach out to Lazio Closa, the transfer king himself, and get him on the show to get his, yeah, uh, kind of his takes discussed. And yeah, I'll have to reach out to him. So, guys... Stay tuned to the next episode. We're going to have some cool stuff going on. Uh, other than that, uh, Tony, I think, we're, I think we're all good. Yep. All right, brother. Well, on behalf of me and Tony, you guys have a wonderful rest of your days, and we'll see you guys next Thursday.